Today, I want to talk to you a little bit about a friend of mine, Jesus Christ. Some people think Christ is his last name, but it's really just a cool title that he gets because of who he is. We all know Jesus came from Nazareth, and nothing really ever good comes from Nazareth, but he did. So did his mom, but I'll tell you about her some other time. I always knew of him because I heard stories about him all the time growing up as a kid. He was born in Bethlehem. We celebrated his birthday every year. He walked on water. He calmed storms. He caught a bunch of fish. He died on a cross, and he rose from the dead. Cool stories. As I grew up, I started to realize that these stories about this Jesus guy shaped a lot of things about my family. It meant we couldn't sleep in on Sundays. We had to pray sometimes. We couldn't do some things that other people did. But it wasn't just my mom and dad. It was their parents too, and their parents before them, and all the other people at church. These stories changed the way people thought, spoke, acted, and lived all around me. So slowly, I started to ask questions. Who was God? Though some people around me didn't think he was a big deal, and others thought he was a nice idea people used to make themselves feel better, their answers to the question, why do we exist, never really made sense to me without God. I could get behind this creator of the universe, this intelligent designer, because the more that I learned about life, the more he made sense of it all. God connected dots nobody else seemed to be able to. Even if I didn't always like the outcome or the answers that I got, I had to admit it fit. Us little creatures in this big, huge universe trying to figure out our place in it and find our way through it. God was in heaven, we were on earth, and in the end, the two would come together, right? Obviously, he had power over us. He made us, after all. So, once in a while, I'd throw some prayers up in his direction to make sure he knew that I knew that he was up there and that I might need some things sometimes and we both went about our lives. But then what about Jesus? He was God's only begotten son. Okay, a miraculous birth, born of a virgin, a magic star, wise men from the east. He multiplied bread and fish to feed an army. He could read people's hearts sometimes. He cast out demons, healed people of diseases no doctor could. He raised some people from the dead. He spoke some things that seemed really profound but kind of confusing and he rose from the dead on the third day. Supernatural things that maybe seemed a little unreal at times, but he was God, so who was I to question? I mean, I did question, like, why not do some of those things for me? It would make life so much easier. But in the end, not having them didn't make think, me think he was any less. He had all this power. He could do all these things humans couldn't do. He was special. He was divine. So then, you'd probably want to keep him a little bit at a distance. He was the king of the universe, and I was a lowly peasant in the grand scheme of things. When you stop and think about it, he's a little terrifying with everything he can do. So again, I'd say some prayers from time to time to Christ, so he knew that I knew he was important, and that he knew that I knew he was super powerful, and we both went about our lives. 
Then some of his other friends started telling me I was missing big pieces to the puzzle. Yes, Christ was the Son of God. Yes, he had power over sin and death, and therefore me. Yes, he is the judge of the living and the dead, but there's more. They reminded me how there were lots of things that Jesus said and did that weren't so terrifying, and actually quite the opposite. For example, he was the good shepherd, who cared particularly for the lost, the strayed, the injured, and the weak. That he regularly sought and cared for those that nobody else would even look at, let alone talk to. He told stories of unpayable debts forgiven, of delinquents welcomed home, of banquets for the poor, of mercy extending beyond what already seemed unreasonable. That in the final analysis, how did we come to know that he was present in our life? That when we do it to the least of these, our brothers and sisters, we do it to him. That the hungry, thirsty, naked, sick, imprisoned, all became his proximate presence. Jesus' other friends also reminded me that he wasn't just the Christ, he was Jesus. So that when these stories say, this is my beloved son, he also means me. And this son of mine was dead and has been brought back to life and was lost and has been found, he points to me. And that take up your cross and follow me is a personal invitation. Or that I no longer call you servants but friends means he desires friendship with me. But all of this just became more frustrating. Too many different ideas, too many things that didn't seem to fit together, seesawing back and forth between this God, this Christ, and Jesus. He was everything and then he was nothing. He was seemingly incomprehensible, inaccessible. How could he be both? He was far away from heaven, he was far away in heaven, and he was close to my soul. He was supreme judge and he was infinitely merciful. He got rid of the goats on his left and he kept the sheep on his right. He was God, he was man. He was all powerful and he was naked on a cross. He was king of the universe and he was a good shepherd. Which one was he? Who was this Jesus guy? How could he be all these things at once? Could he be all these things at once? At the same time? Then for me, for a moment, he was. That was the first time I really met Jesus. And I've been trying to get to know him ever since, growing together as friends. If you haven't met this Jesus, I'd love to introduce you sometime.